Hey, I'm Bert, and welcome to Season 2 of Dabbing with Washington Artists. If you're new to the show, the idea is simple. Six questions, six dabs. So pull up a chair, light your torches, as we interview the artists that make Washington, Washington. Hi, I'm Chelsea Bell, your favorite local artist from Tacoma, Washington. Um, I am, I have my Instagram available. Come hit me up if you like some of his artwork. It's chelseabell.arts. Yeah. <laughs> For today's series of dabs, we will begin our smoke session with a grape stomper, a papaya cake, and a strawberry lemonade. And we will round out the session with the fruit rollers, a strawberry cough, and a mimosa. Hi everyone, and welcome back to the show. We are Immature Stoners, and this is Dabbing with Washington Artists. Today we are joined by the awesome Chelsea Bell. Hey. Thank you for so much for joining us today. Oh, of course, of course. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, we're glad you're here today. Um, and uh, if you're ready to get started, we can get stoned. Yes, please. <laughs> All right. Well, today we're going to start off with some Grape Stomper. Grape Stomper is a well-balanced hybrid with an amazing terpene profile rich in sweet grapes and berries and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker in a floating haze for hours. We found a gram of this sugar wax on sale at a shop on Bethel Everett Highway. Wow! That's a nice one! That's good. <laughs> All right. So the first thing we like to ask everyone, uh, what role does cannabis play in your creative process? Cannabis plays, I would say, a pretty big role. Um, I usually indulge in cannabis before, in the middle, and after <laughs> paintings. Um, it definitely helps keep my creative flow going. Um, there are days where I don't use it just to finish things up, but when I'm like getting really, really into it and really creative, Oh man, I'll definitely be dabbing and smoking all throughout it. Sometimes I'm in the middle. Smoking dabs. <laughs> smoking <in> dabs, <laughs> yep. Often trying to paint, but yes. Do you, that uh, was a big inspiration. Oh yeah, I bet. <laughs> do, you, do you have uh, a preference towards like indicas or sativas? Or? I prefer indicas okay. or hybrid indica. I do like that, that slow, that okay, slowness slow to down. it. I do like um, some sativas. Um, but sometimes they make me a little anxious, so I like the, the slowdown of totally. it. Do you have a favorite strain at the moment? Like something you're really digging right now? Oh, I don't know. There's a strand wedding cake that I've always that I've always admired. Those are always that's, good. Yeah, that's like, a good brand. Any of those cakes or like the uh, the cookie ones, I think, are... Uh, yeah. Just because they, they're like very clearly indica. And I feel like a good, true, like... Girl Scout cookie. I know that's such oh, a big name, but yeah. I feel like the true, the true ones are so tasty. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on to our second dab, we have some papaya cake. Papaya cake is a heavy indica-leaning strain and is known for its sweet smell of ripe fruit and diesel funk. This strain is a great option for pain, anxiety, and insomnia, and a perfect companion for winding down and leaving the worries of the day behind. We scored a gram of these saucy diamonds at a shop on Capitol Hill. There we go. I think it was a bit easier than the last one. Oh, that's nice. Oh, I really like the taste on that one. That was a good one. And that's called papaya cake? Papaya cake. Yeah, that's a great taste on there. 
Um, so second thing we like to ask everyone, um, how has living in Washington uh, influenced your your creativity or your, oh, your style? Well, you know what? That's a great question. I think about if me and my husband were to just move out somewhere into a different state, what the art is like. I think Washington has one of the best art communities, um, Seattle, Tacoma. Um, I'm mostly involved in Tacoma. I have yet to have a pop-up in Seattle. But the art community is insane. How many art events are almost every day around here, um, especially after the pandemic. And so people are, they're ready. These art events are crazy. There's so much foot traffic. I, I would be a little, I would have to explore, but it's it's huge here. And I just think that being surrounded by so many great local artists is definitely an inspiration. I get like really nervous. I'm like, I can't believe I'm surrounded by like these other local <laughs> artists that are insane. Um, but Washington is, yeah, it's it's definitely creative. Seattle, like Pacific Northwest areas is very, I think, up and coming and creative. And there's just so much art that's Absolutely. not even seen. Are you from the area originally? Yeah, so I'm born in Puyallup, but raised Tacoma area. Nice. So yeah, I grew up in Tacoma as well. So it's perfect. <laughs> yep, we live on the south end and everything. It's interesting, but Tacoma is so great for the art community. It is. I've been recently missing MSM Deli so oh, badly. Oh, I wish I was. There's been... no replacement up here. There There's is nothing. <laughs> that is so funny. There is no. Um, we talk about that all the time. Like if you know MSM, you know to call and not. Yes. Just show up because it is a wait. They're they're just as busy. They actually close down their front door I and know, they have yeah. just a walk up now. And it is mm-hmm. oh the hustle out of those those sandwiches are they're so good. Oh my god, yeah, but yeah, mine's the lux for life. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, there's just nothing up here that even comes close. Really? So if y'all are down in Tacoma, hit up MSM for like the best sandwich. Shout in out Washington. to MSM. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so number three, we have some Wildberry Lemonade. Oh! Strawberry Lemonade is a sativa-dominant hybrid with subtle flavors of strawberry and citrusy tang that last for minutes after each dab. We found a gram of this terpene-infused sauce at a shop on Broadway in Everett. That's got a lemonade taste to it. Yeah. <laughs> That's really great. Yeah. That's definitely the favorite so far. Uh, we noticed you use a lot, uh, you utilize a lot of watercolors yes. um, with some acrylics and ink appearing, looks yes. like. Um, is the use of watercolor uh, a matter of like artistic preference or do you see it as contributing to the content or the actual message of the piece? Oh, um... It's been a preference lately. I've actually never watercolored before, except for this past year. Um, And so I mostly do like acrylic. Um, This one was done with acrylic paints. I really love that show. (laughs) Yes, this is, she is like a staple, I feel like, going to be in my art whole career because I always doodle her and draw Oblina. Um, I've done several All Real Monsters. This one's fun because you can do kind of whatever with it. That's great. But this is a little bit of Sharpie on there as well, but mostly acrylic. And then watercolors, I, 
made this joke about how I didn't like to draw hands or feet. And so when I did watercolor, I was like, wow, I can just get really crazy with this. <laughs> and so I've done several pieces, that, um, like a Cruella de Vil. And mm -hmm. um, her hands, it's great because they're a little distorted, but they're still hands nonetheless. That's awesome. Um, but watercolor is just, it has been a preference lately. I feel like I can't stop. And I'm okay. like, I can't believe I just started watercolor too. So that's, that's really cool. That's definitely my preference on that. And you got something, like, it looks like, like is, I'm not sure if that's ink or is it... Uh... That's watercolor. Okay. So the paint that I use is a, a gouache paint, which is a watercolor acrylic mix. Okay. And so you can really, really water it down. Here's another... You can or make it thicker if you want. Yeah, you can really water it down to like this very light watercolor, or it gets really pigmented the less water you use, like acrylic. Okay. And so then it dries almost just as quick as acrylic, too. So that's fun. So these paintings can go by pretty quick. <laughs> the paint is, um, it's just really pigmented and colorful. Mm -hmm. And so I haven't really steered far from gouache into other watercolors, but that gouache paint is. I think that's all I need. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really cool. I, I've, I remember when I was a kid trying to do watercolors and I was, for like, I didn't realize the, like, you know, the versatility. You yes, know? layers. That's the key mm -hmm. is like kind of building things in layers as well. So some of these pieces, um, like I've done astrology, just like clouds with your astrological sign. And okay. Um, but layers, it just, they're all in the layers too. And then after, I'm doing these water effects after I have the image on there to kind of like distort it, but keep it okay. keep it clean still, so you can tell what it is. That's awesome. Yeah, huh. awesome. That's fun stuff. You have more control over water than you think. I teach some watercolor classes, um, and so yeah, you have more control than you think of it. It's oh. just building in layers. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's that's the halfway spot. How are you feeling so far? Good. I feel a good eye. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. Good. Well, we've got another uh, real tasty one here for you. All uh, right. So for our number four, we have fruit rollers. Fruit rollers. Yeah. You're gonna be amazed how oh, much it actually tastes like a fruit by the foot or something. Wow. <laughs> that's. That's like the smell is like a fruit roll-up smell, like when you unravel it. Exactly. <laughs> it's like just light enough to know what it is. Wow, that's like really, like a real fruit. Good smell to it. I know. These, these guys are pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, and that is fruit rollers. Fruit roll-ups is a well-balanced hybrid that brings the best of both worlds with an energizing high that is as cerebral as it is physical. This fruity and sweet flavors will have you reminiscing of the carefree days of eating fruit roll-ups in the sun. We scored a gram of these saucy diamonds at a shop on Route 99 in Linwood. Oh, wow. Okay, that one is... Okay, so top two. Top right. two now. Wow, they just, yeah... Almost nervous to see what's next. That one's really great taste. <laughs> <laughs> so we noticed you like to do a lot of time lapse videos. Yes. On your on your art, uh, do you view view it as an extension of the uh, the paintings, or is it more kind of just like some fun like a fun side project? A little bit of both. I like so I mostly use Instagram. Instagram Reels is kind of what I like doing the most. Um, I kind of like to do a short clip of the process because um, mm -hmm. people 
kind of like those satisfying videos people are always I watch a ton of art videos and like if I see something somebody's just sketching out I immediately want to see the end result right and so some of it's kind of like quick and easy like okay come click on my page there's more type of thing um but I really enjoy those short clips because it just gives you everything in Mm -hmm. in our attention span (laughs) um but I just yeah Instagram reels are so much fun to do and I think recently might have been doing pretty well. And so I'm just keep trying to make more. That's, that's um, awesome. Um, when you're working with, uh, with like platforms like that, um, so you, you mentioned it, you mentioned, um, off camera TikTok a yes, little bit. Yeah. Um, did it work as well for those ones? TikTok is such an interesting like content creator space to me for art. I think, um, I think just because it's so big on art, you have to be, it takes up time. I think you have to be very, very consistent. So when I first started it, I was like posting, trying to post a lot. And I feel like I was taking so much time on editing and the views were okay, but I just kind of slowed down from it. And then I posted a couple on Instagram and I was like, this was such a better reaction and for me and I just felt like it was just more, maybe a little bit more seen or something mm-hmm. like TikTok. I felt like for me personally, it was kind of limited. I had a couple videos. It was my dog that went viral, not my artwork. But TikTok has its has its fun, but they're fun for like, I think like kind of those silly videos. Instagram just seems to have a way bigger platform for specifically art. Okay, all right. And like from what I've seen and stuff, so I like it. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, the art community and maybe con- consolidated more yeah. like the the Instagram or uh, Twitter sphere. Yep. Like, I, like my Instagram feed is pretty much all artwork. TikTok, it'll be some artwork, but they try to throw in a bunch of things that I'm not really interested in. <laughs> so uh, for our number five today, we have some little strawberry cough. Okay. Strawberry cough is a sativa dominant strain known for its cerebral and euphoric high that lingers for hours and its rich berry and skunk taste. We picked up a gram of this wax at a shop on 88th Avenue in Capitol Hill. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's nice. I still like the flavor from the preview. That's a top. It's hard to beat, but that's good. It doesn't feel so heavy like I'm going to... Like just choked to death or something on it. Right, yeah. right. No, that's, good. Oh, that's actually pretty nice. Yeah, like it was, it was on the smooth side for sure. Yeah. All right, so nineties uh, cartoons and pop culture oh, uh, makes yeah. a lot of an appearances in uh, in your pieces here, uh, such as Doug the Brave Little Toaster, um, and you brought some uh, Ariel monsters and some Hey Arnold for it. Um, what is, what is it about this era that inspires you in your work? Oh my gosh, just being a huge fan and growing up on it alone. I remember watching Rugrats and I remember my mom being like, as soon as that episode's ready, go go to school. It was like the end, like the timer. Uh-huh. Um, but I just remember watching that um, when they came out. Like, I just feel like I never watched a lot of TV, but it was cartoons that I watched. Like if I got down on some TV, 
Um, and still big fans of this thing. Me and my husband still watch cartoons to like the 90s cartoons. That's the great. They're starting to show up on streaming services yes, now too. Like yes. some of the older cartoons yes. are starting to I actually, kind of come back. I own the box set to uh, Real Monsters because I've loved so, it so much. That was such a good show. It was. It's the, I love the animation as an adult now too, like looking back at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other reason with 90s cartoon is because... I haven't met anybody who doesn't have a favorite cartoon or like no matter what age group type of thing. I get like the littlest old men who will be like, oh, look, that's Scrooge McDuck or, you know, like this. And it kind of catches me off guard because I'm like, oh, yes, it is Scrooge McDuck. But everybody always is like, oh, can you do Doug? Oh, what about Patty Manny's? Or like everybody always has a request. And so I just started doodling and now I'm getting them on canvas and stuff. What did you think about some of like these uh, these darker kind of cartoon movies? Like, the Brave Little Toaster was kind of one of those movies it, that had some spooky moments. It you know? did like, have spooky moments. I actually did a Baker Brave Little Toaster piece, and I was thinking about how the blanket, the little blanket character, and how scared he was all the time <laughs> and just afraid. But I was kind of thinking of like, the, it's a little pre Toy Story ish because it's a it's not toys but it's like the appliances who yeah, are missing yeah. their owner and like their whole journey form and stuff and that part it's a little sad but that's I feel it's kind of sad too that like that, like generations now aren't gonna have these like darker cartoons no none at know, all they were a little yeah. bit more unfiltered yeah <laughs> just kind of straightforward yeah some um, of these were pretty devastating uh, like like uh, all dogs go to heaven oh stuff yes. like oh my god <laughs> movies i want to say there was one like dinosaur that wasn't so much when i was little but it's animation now and i just remember like watching it with like my little cousin like this is really sad like the parents die and like oh, uh, um i know which one you're talking about yeah they, um, but yeah. every and <laughs> even um nowadays all disney stories have such a loss like whether it's a parent or a sibling or they get morphed into something and like right <laughs> i just feel like all the stories have some sort of loss and traumatic event too um, but yeah, these old school, and if you watch like the real old school, like Doug and Harold, you catch some really adult humor. I just found out recently, did you know that Hey Arnold was actually, uh, took place in a fictional city here in, in Washington? Yeah. It was supposed to be like a combination of Tacoma and Seattle. Yeah, yes. He took a few, um, what is his name? I forgot his name. It's on the tip of my tongue. But the artist, yeah, he grew up in Brooklyn, uh, Washington. And somewhere else, but he kind of combined all those cities. There's a few clips in Hey Arnold that you can see. It'll say, like, Tacoma or, like, Seattle. Like, there's just little, like, (laughs) posters in the background. But um, I think that is one of the coolest things because I think when you see the scenery, you think Uh Seattle because of how he put it all on hills by the water. Yeah. And I just think that's so cool. All right. So we're on our last one for today. Uh, So we have some mimosa. Mimosa is a sativa-dominant strain with a rich terpene profile of lemon and fruitiness and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker with a kick of energy and hyper-focused. We found a gram of this sauce on Center Street in Tacoma. A harder consistency. There you go. <laughs> Make that last one a good one. Wow, that is really good flavor. 
Okay, so <laughs> this one's a little meatier here. Uh, so your style is reminiscent of grunge art. Um, but unlike the grunge art movement, yeah, a lot of your pieces have a much brighter and cheerier uh, approach than other artists. Uh, do you see your work as part of this grunge art movement, or uh, are you kind of um, in a more different, in a different direction from it? I always joke and say that my characters come out looking like Disney characters because they are on a brighter, <laughs> like a brighter side to it. Um, I haven't thought about what my art has classified. Uh, or, you know, like, put that. I think grunge art would be definitely, when it comes to, like, these styles, the watercolor, mm-hmm. like, craziness, for sure. I think that's, yeah. Um, these ones... This one's just, a little, definitely a little bit different, yeah. They, yeah, but these these ones, yeah, for sure, like, a little happy grunge. Um, yeah, I think so, just because of how wild it can get. Sometimes it just... We yeah uh, we do some yeah when we, we we try to get into looking at like different types of art movements for some yeah. and some people like they end up falling into one and then like they don't even realize it or think about it but Maybe. like they yeah you know. I, to, I did have to think about I was like oh grunge that, I think that would be good because I do really big paintings I tend to lean towards um things like like octopus jellyfish um medusa so i have a series of medusa pieces um three of them right now um, uh you've got this uh this other one here you uh off screen the white with the uh the looks like, oh yeah the medusa piece yeah this was one of my first medusa piece but that's really cool i would say grungy for sure just because of the end result on it <laughs> but i have these in way bigger too like i get really giant canvases oh really get down yes this is definitely one of my my smaller pieces here so how big do you go like what what kind of like so what's the biggest i have a canvas at home um it has ursula on it um and she i can't remember the exact i mentioned she's around three and a half feet by four feet okay and so um as much as i would love to tote her around or take her to the (laughs) art shop i only have to have a truck like i had to have my dad come to the art store to bring these canvases home from me (laughs) because there was no way that i could even strap them they're just it's really big and then i did another piece of the muses from hercules the ladies that sing on the pots and Mm -hmm. stuff there um so i did them and they're also on that same size canvas Nice. Yes. I heard they're going to possibly do the live action of that movie. I hope so, because <laughs> I want to see them, too, because I feel like that was such a great opening to a movie, just how they get down right. on the singing and, like, the um, animation behind it. That's a great, that was, Hercules is a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, hey, thank you so much for coming yes. up and joining us. Hopefully you had some fun. I did. Thank you for having me. This was great. Of course. This well, hey, wonderful. thank you, and thank you guys for watching with us today. Um, stay high, everybody. Stay high. Day. Stay creative. Hey, guys, thank you so much for watching. Remember to hit like or follow and uh, share with your friends.